the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert. Welcome to the London Free Press Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert. Well, London Health Sciences Centre and St. Joseph's Healthcare have decided to go their separate ways. And that means scrapping a formal collaboration agreement, which affects many moving parts. And while both uh, sites are planning to move forward on their own, many people in the community aren't happy with that decision. And so today I'm talking with London London Free Press Health reporter Jennifer Beeman about the reasons for the separation and how things are gonna work moving forward and some of the reaction that this decision has been getting. Hi, Jen, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we haven't had you for a while, but this is a huge story. I know you've been working on this for the last week at least, um, because there's been a few stories about it, and it's been very well read. So let's just kind of start from the beginning. What has been the partnership agreement between the hospitals up until now? Because I think a lot of us just assumed they were one and the same. There was no agreement. It was just they were just always together. But there was some agreement. So what was it up until now? Yeah, so St. Joe's and LHSC go way back. They're good friends. They've been partners and, and you know, kind of collaborators for a really long time. Uh, even though they're governed by separate boards and they have their own presidents and their own sites and their own specialties. You know, LHSC has our, our emergency rooms. St. Joe's does all kinds of other stuff and specialized care, urgent care, hand and upper limb, eye care, all that stuff. Uh, but they've worked really close together and they had a, a, you know, an agreement, the two of them, a 16 page joint collaboration agreement. It's a fancy word for just sort of terms of reference for how they were going to get along, a framework for who would handle what. Some of them had inter- some of them for years had integrated VPs that were, you know, like on the executives of both hospitals and areas like research and even um, kind of medical type things. And uh, LHSC has decided that it doesn't want to continue with that type of collaboration. And that has implications beyond just things like integrated VPs. Uh, it has implications for some of the shared ventures they've launched, uh, such as their, you know, basically their medical supply procurement buying group, HMMS, and also Lawson Health Research Institute, which is something that I think a lot of Londoners know because it's the the medical research arm that we talk about a lot in the news actually does a lot of really cool things. So um, it's quite a big split and a bit of a departure from what we've been seeing from these hospitals for decades. So the big question is why? What's the reason for the split? Why did LHSC want this? So LHSC's reasons are, you know, things have changed in the health system over the years, especially in the pandemic. And so there's a lot of need to be more collaborative for thinking bigger in your collaborations, partnering with other organizations that aren't just hospitals. That's what they're saying. Um, With St. Joseph's, you can tell from some of their board minutes that this was not something that they really wanted to dissolve. You can tell that there was sort of a a reluctance to do it, a kind of, you know, can we talk about this? Do we really want to scrap this? Please don't. Um, and, you know, they're, they're very stoic about it. They're, they're moving forward. They, they know that this is the new reality and they're going to continue to do the great work that they do, just as LHSC will continue to do great work for London. But, um, you know, it's sort of just LHSC saying, you know, it's time to kind of move beyond what we've been doing. Um, yeah, that's kind of the big the answer they've given me yeah do we know any specifics of how how things will now separate and how they will each move forward on their own and well, maybe how that will be better because that's the point i guess of doing this well that is the big problem 
And that's one that a lot of the people I've spoken to have said is that, you know, it's one thing, not that, you know, nothing should ever change ever. I don't think that's necessarily the goal for anybody or healthy for any organization, but, you know, LHSC hasn't necessarily come out with specifics, a consultant's report, a sort of a, a, a five-year plan of like how this is necessary and why this is necessary. Um, we don't have dollar figures or really exactly kind of a, a lot of answers on, on exactly how this split will play out. So in that way, we're going to have to kind of stay tuned and see exactly what it means for that relationship. Both have said that they want to continue to be friends and get along. But, you know, without that joint collaboration agreement, without integrated VPs, there's a lot of questions just about even doctor credentialing. Like, you know, right now doctors can kind of flow between both. They're accredited sort of on a citywide basis. What does that mean now? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, not even that long ago, those hospitals shared a president, Cliff Nordahl, back in 2010. He was, you yeah. know, that, was, that was kind of it. And so this is just a big departure. The people I've been speaking to are really worried. They, they just don't know why. They haven't been faced with sort of dollars and cents reasons why. And I, I think that's kind of a sticking point for a lot of people. When did we find out about this? Because obviously the, the two boards have been discussing this for a while. But when did we find out exactly? So I'd heard whispers quite a while back earlier this year, just about the big divorce. Have you heard about the big divorce and the big mm. split? And uh, it was all very kind of speculative and, and not totally clear uh, it wasn't until probably about April that I, I managed to sort of figure out exactly what was on the table. And I've had a lot of people come forward and say, you know, hey, this is what's at stake. And people really try to sound the alarm about it because they saw this path that they weren't too on board with. You know, they'd sort of seen the system kind of work from the inside and, and were just unsure about this new direction. So that's been kind of what we've been working on at the Free Press uh, for a little bit now to kind of get the details on it. Um, the nuts and bolts of kind of the the reasons for the the departure and the change, mm -hmm. uh, and then kind of its its implications for some of its joint ventures, particularly. Yeah, it, does the pandemic play into this at all? Like, was this a discussion pre-pandemic or or post-pandemic? Did that play into this? You know, the pandemic is is something that has been mentioned by LHSC's president is really a moment to kind of reevaluate. You know priorities and systems and how things are working. I mean, that was a reflection point for a lot of organizations and industries yeah. about just, you know, especially hospitals. And, you know, in the province too, we had a change of government in 2018. So there were, there were kind of changes afoot there about how hospitals relate to each other. So we kind of moved into smaller regional entities instead of the big, large things. So there, there have been changes in the system province-wide and post-pandemic that have kind of contributed to this. I think we'd be remiss to say as well, LHSC has had a lot of changes in the last couple of years, just on its governance side alone. Mm -hmm. So it, it had a, a kind of an abrupt termination of Paul Woods. There was litigation involved there that's now being settled. We had Jackie Schleifer-Taylor come in and we've had the departures of quite a few executives there. So uh, there's been a lot of change kind of system-wide and locally that, you know, may have all had, you know, kind of reasons uh, for this direction. Yeah played a role in there. Yeah. You've gotten a lot of reaction on your stories online at lfpress.com for sure. Let's let's talk a, a, a little bit about the reaction because there's a lot of reaction from community members. There's a lot of reaction which and which you got and you've talked to some former executives who actually had some things to say about this. And it seems like the current LHSC CEO Jackie Schleifer Schleifler Taylor is getting a lot of the blame for this. Is that fair to say? 
That's true. I think people, it's easy to point to the head of any organization and say it's, you know, this person, right? And she's kind of, you know, relatively new on the scene. She took over in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, a couple of years in the job. You know, some of the former executives I've spoken to are just sort of, they're just worried. They just don't understand the why. I think, you know, it would help eventually and probably as time goes by, we'll understand a little bit more about exactly why it's necessary. And, um, you know, and, and that would be definitely helpful. It's sort of funny, these stories, because really at its core, it's about hospital governance, which isn't the most sexy news topic, but we've, we've had a lot of readers, a lot of response from people because our hospitals really matter to Londoners. Londoners are a really big healthcare city, LHSC and St. Joe's and also Western, which is also kind of caught up in this because they'll have to make partnerships with the hospitals as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it matters to people. And so I think that's kind of it is I don't know that many Londoners want to see a lot of change that could hurt them or or change what's happening. So change is difficult, but certainly in this sector when health is so valuable and healthcare matters to Londoners, I think that's kind of resonated with people. Yeah, I think that we, you know, as Londoners, we're so proud of our healthcare. We have such excellent healthcare here. So this is this is a bit of a shock when there whenever there's a change. Will this affect patient care at all? The two presidents say no. They say this is sort of back end necessary changes that are being made for, you know, hospital governance reasons. The critics say, how could it not? For the last, you know, many, many years, the hospitals have been collaborating. They've had agreements. They've had, again, the flow of doctors, citywide credentialing, the really tight partnership with Western. Um, and they're just concerned that, you know, we've, we've spent so much time and effort really tying both hospitals together operationally, mm-hmm. that dividing it, surely, you know, the reason to collaborate is to, you know, find efficiencies and really, you know, make things more streamlined and and work together. And in splitting it apart, they just not entirely sold on the fact that that's going to be better for anyone. Sure. Absolutely. You did write about the um, supply uh, chain, the healthcare management, healthcare materials management services, HMMS. And that is something that LHSC is going to back away from. But what are the changes that you see happening there? What will happen? What have they said so far? So that one's really interesting because, you know, this hospital split in London and this sort of change in the in the dynamics between them and the relationship between them kind of has implications for other hospitals now, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. HMMS was one of those pandemic success stories in the early, you know, kind of that summer of 2020. They worked overtime to get masks for people, right? Like they were really, really on it. Um, and that that organization supplies, you know, 30 hospitals in the region. So, you know, it's a joint partnership. It's been around since 1997, employs a lot of people. Uh, with LHSC backing out, St. Joseph's has, and just, you know, in yesterday's story, they said, you know, we're, we're really looking at ways to continue this. We're, we're trying to figure out a way that works. We want to, you know, kind of keep this. And they have first right of refusal to, you know, buy up properties and kind of keep it going. So it sounds like from St. Joe's perspective, as the last remaining partner, they're looking at keeping it going. Regional hospitals are certainly paying attention to this, though. Um, you know, a lot of them really depend on HMMS for their medical supplies, and they have for years. So um, there's kind of that feeling here. Uh, there's still quite a bit of time, though, on that contract. It's till um, March of 2024. And then there's like a six month extension they can kind of negotiate as well. But mm-hmm. it really will be all eyes on that organization for sure. Will there be jobs lost in this transition, do you think? Or will they be adding people to each hospital site? What what do you see happening there? It does sound like time will tell on it. St. Joe's is really trying to figure out what, what's next for HMMS and what that future will look like. Yeah. It does sound like, though, that there's an appetite to continue it. It's It's been a great you know partnership from the outside looking in anyways, uh, just yeah. for all those years. And 
And that's, that's kind of been the way it's been seen or LHSC is um, moving towards a more provincial type supply procurement process. Um, other acute care hospitals in the province like LHSC have been doing that. So that's kind of their reason. And they said that what we were doing locally just wasn't making financial sense for them anymore. So that's their why, but I guess we'll have to just see what's next for HMMS locally. What about, um, and you mentioned the smaller regional hospitals and this and the supply issue, but what about uh, the separation and how that will just generally affect local hospitals because they send people to London all the time? Definitely a good question. We don't really know yet. It, you know, referrals are referrals. And if you're, you know, if you have a hand and upper limb condition, you'd probably be referred to St. Joseph's. Mm. If, you're, if you want, if you're having a baby, maybe you get referred to LHSC because they're in the baby birthing business. So, you know, in terms of kind of that situation, it, it would seem that patients that need the care that St. Joe's can provide would be referred to St. Joe's and the same for LHSC. I think just that the big thing will be patient flow between this, the organizations, which um, both hospitals have said, you know, electronic records will continue to be shared, which is really good. So if you end up in the ER at LHSC and then in urgent care the week later, uh, that those records should be shared and integrated. So that's something they've committed to continuing. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what patients see uh, if they see anything. Yeah, there are some efficiencies, as you mentioned, that will be still there between the hospitals. So, every, you know, it kind of begs the question again, why are we doing this? What's the point? Yeah, that's that's the question. That's the million dollar question. And I think, right. you know, time time will tell and there will be kind of reasons and answers. LHSC is really embarking on a big kind of master plan thinking about what it's, you know, next 30 years will look like. And they've done a lot of public consultation this spring and winter about it. So, you know, and they're also looking at a redevelopment, I think, on, on at least part of their Victoria Hospital site and including a mental health ER we've reported on in the past. So, It'll be interesting to see the future directions of these hospitals. Um, the one thing that they've made very clear, the presidents have, is that they really want to stick to their core mandates and keep doing what they do well. And they do want to keep collaborating, although without this sort of formalized arrangement that has been in place for so long. Mm. Okay. So would it be fair to say more people are worried at the moment than supportive of this agreement or this action? You know, from what I've heard, yes, the people that are reaching out to me are not um, necessarily happy with this. They don't understand the why. Um, they'd like to know the why. They, I'm sure that they could be potentially persuaded if they were given a good answer. But no, I think it's it's a bit, a bit uncertain, a lot of questions still, and we'll, right. we'll certainly keep following it. Absolutely. Well, and we will keep following your stories definitely at lfpress.com because we know that you'll be on it and that you're continuously talking to everybody in the health sector. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much. Thanks so much.